0: And now on Prophetic Faith. Hello ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here at Prophetic Faith I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia and tonight we're going into part two of the harvest series dealing with healing many people are very interested on how they can receive healing they've heard that this God heals but they're not too sure if they'll if he'll do it for them <clears throat> if there's anything any question that I've received that's more common than any of them is this Uh, Pastor Robbie, I know that God heals, but I just don't know if he'll do it for me. Well, let me tell you something. God has put a principle in place that he says if you do these things, you are guaranteed of a harvest. Now, I've been teaching you for several weeks now. That's in any area of your life, and health is no different. I've told you that God wants you to have peace, I've told you that God wants you to sow in bad times and produce a harvest even when pressures are coming by the enemy. I've also taught you that God wants you to be blessed. He wants you to prosper and be wealthy. Now, what good would all that do if you're sick as a dog? Nothing. That's why he said I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. You need the health to enjoy all these things and you need the health to go forth and to witness and be a message to people around you at your workplace or whatever. So you need that. And one of the top things that the enemy fights in the church is finances and the number one death rate is what? Heart disease, sickness and disease. So we're battling those things and we're teaching people how to live by faith. Now, let's go into part two of this series and we're going to learn other ways you mean to tell me can I sow for health and reap it? Yes, you can. Let's get into this message, and you're going to find out how. I'll see you in just a little bit. This has been proven time and time and time again. People being diagnosed with uh, some kind of disease, cancer, whatever. Doctor giving them maybe two to six months to live. And they, I, there's been actual testimonies of this. You know what they would do? They would shut themselves off and listen to the Word, read the Word, act on the Word, and be healed completely. Nobody prayed for them. Nobody lay hands on them. It was by the Word. How can that be? Because God just said so. He said, My Word is life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. That Hebrew word right there, health, is also medicine. Now, just about everybody in the grandma likes medicine, don't they? Why? Because they have confidence in it. If I take this, I'm going to get well. Guess what? There is a medicine that has zero side effects. Somebody say, praise God for that. Because it seems like you take one thing, then you got to take ten other things to counteract the side effects. Come on. God says, my word is medicine. It's medicine. So what does that mean? What do you got to do with medicine? How many knows what you got to do? You got to take it every day, don't you? Right? You have got to take it. And you have got to continually take it until you're done with it. But most medicine, you got to stay on it. Because it's not a cure, it's a treatment. But God's medicine is a cure. So watch this. Here's, Here's another reason why some people are not getting healed. They said, well, I've quoted Scripture. But I'll, paint, uh, I'll, I'll, brought, I'll bring to your attention what this one man of God said. He, he said he was sick one time. I mean, he said, I was sick as a dog. And I was quoting every healing Scripture that I could, and he said, I wasn't getting better. And he said, I went and I prayed, and I said, God, what's the problem here? I'm not getting better, I'm getting worse. And you know what God told him? He said, the memory of a potato will not give you any nourishment whatsoever. You say, what are you talking about? How many knows you can't just think and be fed? Right? You have to actually cook a meal or open up a package and what? Eat. If you don't, you will not get nourishment, right? So a memory itself is not enough. Amen. One, one uh, man of God said, Your words are sweet, sweeter than honey to me. And he even talks about eating the word. See, the problem is, is watch this. A lot of us just quote Scripture. But quoting Scripture does not give you any nourishment. What did he say? He said, get it in your eyes. He said, get it in your ears. He said, get it in your mouth, right? And he said, get it in your heart. What are you doing when you do that? See, when when the enemy attacks my body with sickness, the first thing I do is I open up my Bible and I go to any scripture that I can find. What am I doing? I'm taking my medicine. Somebody say, hey. I'm taking my medicine. Why? Because the Word said, it is health unto all my flesh. <clears throat> now, if anybody wants to debate that and say, well, maybe he, w- he wasn't really meaning your body, if you look up that word flesh right there, it is nothing but your body. Health to all your body. So watch this. So when you open up the word and you look up every scripture, guess what? You're taking in that nutrients that you need. You're taking in that medicine that you need. And it's not a, a treatment. Medicine. It is a curing medicine. Amen. How many knows in here today that the Word of God will heal you? It will heal you. Why? Because when the Word was manifested in human form, He healed all their diseases, didn't He? He healed all that were oppressed by the devil. Why? Because if He didn't, then He was not the Word. Amen. So, number two. One way to sow healing in your life and to reap it is to get in the Word. Brother Robbie, do you read healing scriptures even when you're not sick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just about every day I read these healing scriptures. Why? Because I know one day I'll need it. Amen? I know there will come a time the enemy will try to attack my body, but I'll be ready because the Word's in me. Are you listening to me? Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, get the Word in you. Come on, get the word in you. Now, act on the word. Now, it's not enough just to get the word in you. Can I even tell you this? Can I even tell you that it's not so much that you don't have the faith for it? There are many people that have a lot of faith. You know what the problem is? Is faith has to produce action. You've got to act on that faith. You've got to release that faith. Amen? There are many people in here today, if I asked you and I said, do you believe that God will heal you or can heal you? Just about everybody in here would say, absolutely, I believe that. But when it comes right down to it, are you receiving it? Well, no. Why? Because many times you're not acting on it. Now, the Word says that we're not only to get the Word in us, but we are to be doers of the Word. Somebody say doers. James said don't just be a hearer, but he said be a doer of the Word. Now what does that mean? Let me tell you just a testimony a minute. Okay? uh, Several years back, the enemy tried to kill me. And he tried to put a heart condition on me. My heart would beat, and then it would just stop. And then it would beat again, and it would just stop. And they ran tests and did all this stuff and they couldn't find out what it was. And I dealt with this for a while. I came back from the the ER and uh, I asked dad to pray over me and and, uh, they began to pray. And God said to me, he said, the enemy tried to kill you tonight, but I'm not going to let it happen. He said, you have a promise from the Lord God Almighty that I'm going to heal you. He said, will you trust me? Now, you know right away, when God says, will you trust me, that means you're going to go through something that's going to question your trust. Hey, hey, come on. Guess what? I wasn't healed of that until almost two years later. Now, what most people would have done is they would have said, it's not going to happen. They would have gave up on it. But you know what I decided to do? My wife got... Insanity workout. How many knows what that is? How many's ever heard of that? Insanity by Shanti. It's crazy. Now watch this. I said, I'm gonna do this with her. Now, right away, the enemy says to me, You can't do that. How many knows what I'm talking about? You can't do that. You've got a heart condition. You can't do that. If you do that, you're gonna kill yourself. And I ain't going to mention names, but I had people around me that said, you better not do that. You got a heart condition. You need to use wisdom. How many ever heard that? You need to use wisdom. I said, I'm going to do this. And i done it, ladies and gentlemen, with a sweatsuit on. Now, somebody can get the revelation. I mean, sweat was flying everywhere. And I almost made it through it. Now, let me tell you something. I don't care if you're perfectly healthy. It's hard to make it through it because that workout is tough. I mean, it's cardio to the max. And I collapsed on the floor. I ripped my pants. Ripped the pants. But let me tell you something. I knew right then and there. I I made up my mind. I said, I am not. I'm going to act on this word. God said he was going to heal me. And I'm going to do this. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. From then on, God healed my body. And now my heart does not skip at all. And I exercise just about every day, run, play, we play volleyball all the time. You say, why are you telling me this? I'm telling you, it's not enough just to say, okay, the Word says it, I'll believe it. You've got to do something. Amen? And now, now listen, exactly what I said to you is exactly what you're dealing with, I guarantee you. The enemy's saying, You can't do this. Your body will not let you do this. You can't do it. If you listen to that, you're not going to receive health in your body. So if God says, Hey, I'm the Lord that heals you, then guess what? Another man said it like this. He was 16 years old, crippled, almost blind, couldn't even hardly lift his head up out of the bed. And he began to read that scripture, Mark 11:22. Whatsoever You say unto this mountain, Be thou removed whatsoever. You believe that you receive what you have, then you receive it. You take it. He began to speak that over his life. And then God, it came to the day where God told him, sick people don't stay in the bed all day. So he had to put it to the test. Come on, somebody," he said. "I barely got up out of the bed." He said, "I pulled my legs out on the floor," and he said, "I start. I tried to, you know, I started to stand up, and I was shaking like this." And he said, "I just kept saying it. I just kept saying it. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed." And he said, "I started to take my first step, like that." And before I know it, he said, "I could feel healing, the power of God, the anointing of healing coming down on me, and it was like it was like a warm." Uh, water just being poured on me and he said I was healed that day would he have been healed if he would have stayed in the bed no would I have been healed if I would have said "Well, you know what I better not do that because that's wisdom I better not do that workout because I got a heart condition faith acts say that with me faith acts Now, James 5.14, the third way to reap healing in your life. Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer of faith. Somebody say the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed any sins, they will be forgiven on him. So right now, I'm going to tell you the third one. The third way to reap health in your body and in your life is church. Somebody say it with me, church. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I nor and everybody else, we need church. This is not just something, well, you know, I think I'll go to church. today. We need church. Why do we need church? Because God has established many things in the body of Christ that only the church can do. Now, if you read in your Bible, you will not see where it says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against an individual. No. It says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You need church. I need church. It's not a, a just a, a luxury, it's a necessity. We need it. Why? Because watch this. When we come together, some healing will take place by anointed men and women of God praying over you. There are sometimes, watch this, there are sometimes you will not get healed by obedience. Not just, you may be obeying God and be battling sickness. It may not be just through the Word. Sometimes you're going to need hands laid on you. So laying on of hands, you need people praying on you. Why? Because they are anointed by God. How many knows the gifts of the Spirit? Now I'm going to say something in here, and you can believe this or not. When you just use your gifts and callings outside of the church but not inside the church, you are in rebellion. Are you listening to me? You are in rebellion and you're out of order. Because the gifts, the office, the apostle, the pastor, the teacher, the prophet, all of them, they are for the church. If you look in Ephesians, it says, these God gave these unto the church to edify the church, to build them up. So the gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, all that is in here in this church today. In the church. And you want to you be a person that does not come to church? You crazy. Because in the church is protection. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you something. If I'm battling sickness in my life, I want people praying over me. Are you hearing me? When, when, I, when the devil's attacking me or fighting me, I want a group of believers, some brothers and sisters, that are going to be there and say, "Hey man, I'm going to pray for you, I'm going to stand with you, we're going to get through this thing." That's why we need church. See, church is a family. Are you hearing me? Church is a family, and it's a place where we can come and we are fed and encouraged from one another. Turn to your name and say, "I need you here." Mark 6:56 <clears throat> And whithersoever he entered into the villages and cities and countries, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they may touch if it were the border of his garments. And as many as touched him were made whole. You say, why am I reading that right there? Because sometimes your healing comes from his anointed. Jesus operated as an anointed man of God while he was on this earth you need to understand that well that was Jesus no Jesus operated no differently than you and I operated he had to be filled with the Holy Ghost amen he had to crucify his flesh amen he had to get the word in him just like every one of us do and he was anointed the word Jesus Christ that's not his last name that's a title Christ is the anointed one. So watch this. The people sought after that the man of God would touch them, lay hands on them. And as many that touched him were made whole. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, you need a man or woman of God in your life. And I'm going to tell you right now, those of you in here, you're not a lone ranger. This is not me and God, no. No. This, let me tell you something, you need a man or woman of God in your life. You need an anointed person in your life praying for you, guiding you, leading you. That's what we all need. You understand what I'm saying? So when we do this, let me tell you something, sometimes it's through the Word, sometimes it's through obedience, but other times it's through other people, men and women of God, laying hands on you. Because the Bible says when this happens, when they had prayed the prayer of faith, it, he, he didn't say it might happen. He didn't say, well, if the occasion's right. No, he said they were made whole. You will be healed. Amen. Why do we pray for people at the end of services? For this very reason right here. Lay hands on the sick, they recover. Amen. Somebody say, thank God for the church. Number uh, four. Praise God. He is Jehovah Rapha. And when Jesus came on the earth, he was was showing Jehovah Rapha in the flesh. Amen. He said, the works that I do, I've seen my father do. So all the things, God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So whatever he did back then, he will certainly do it now. And guess what? He'll do it tomorrow. That's what I love about God. Now, what's ways that we've learned tonight? corporate praise our corporate faith we see that when they cut the rooftop off and they dropped the man down they lowered the paralyzed man down in front of Jesus because it was too crowded they couldn't get in now notice what he said it said when Jesus saw their faith not just the man on the on the 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 gurney or the mat but what else the faith of his friends see that's why you and I you need church what's a way that I can receive health in my body what's a way can I sow to it get in church he said, "Is there any sick among you let him ask of the elders let him call them forth let them anoint them with oil praying the prayer of what faith when they pray the prayer of faith it said the sick shall recover they shall be made whole it's just that simple you need church find you a church that believes the Bible, and that believes that the works and the miracles of God are still working today in the body of Christ. And I'm telling you, healing is going to come to you. What's another way? What do we learn? We learn that you can sow health to your own self by lifting up those that are also battling sickness. Now, what's one of the things that the enemy tries to to? put into you. He tries to tell you, you have no business praying for other people to be healed when you yourself aren't healed. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. What you say, Brother Roy, if you were battling the sickness and disease, what would you be doing? I'd be finding every sick person I could and pray for them the prayer of faith. What am I doing? Why would I do that? I am sowing not only for their health, but I'm sowing for my own health. You see? He said, When you show yourself mercy or you show mercy to other people, what did he say? He said, you'd reap mercy. Do you think health's any different? It's no different. He said, when you pray for other people to be healed, he said, you yourself are going to be healed. Praise God. Aren't you glad that God has left all these different avenues, so many different ways for you to be healed because he wants the health that he died for. He wants you to live in it. You say, well, this is all well and good, but uh, I'm missing a body part. I'm missing an organ. I'm missing a leg or this or that. You think that's too hard for God? There is nothing to impossible. I'll show you in the Word where it said that they brought the maimed. That means those who were missing body parts. And guess what? They were made whole by the power of God. And that power is still alive and well on the earth today. Glory to God. Let's pray right now, those of you that are believing and to receive this healing. Now, first and foremost, this is what you got to know. It's already done. It's already paid for. All you have to do is receive it by faith. Take it. When Jesus said, he said, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you take it receive it. That word receive in the Greek means to take it actively and aggressively lay hold of it. It's mine and I'm not letting go of it. That's what you've got to do. Let's lay hold of that healing power tonight. Father in the name of Jesus, I lift up every person right now. Whatever sickness, disease they have, whatever impossibility, if they're missing body parts, whatever. You've got body parts in heaven waiting on them to call on you and I thank you Father that you'll cause things to grow that were not there anymore, that wasn't there anymore. You'll cause sickness and disease to be eradicated out of their body. You'll change the report if they'll only believe. We release our faith tonight, and we decree health over their body from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. And, Lord, we thank you for teaching us how to reap a harvest of health, not just for this time, But for the rest of our lives, thank you for being the Lord of our harvest. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, what do you do? You thank Him for it. You thank Him it's done. Because the Bible says you received it when? The moment you prayed it. You received it. Hallelujah. Now, those of you who would like to become a faith partner, please pray about becoming a partner with us because when you do this, you enable us and you help us to get this gospel out. Do you agree with us that people need to hear some good news? Yes, they need to hear some good news. They don't need to hear something that's going to beat them over the head. No, they need to hear messages of faith and deliverance and a God that says, I love you enough not to keep you where you are, Not to keep you in your mess, your sin, or your dysfunction, but I love you enough to deliver you out of those things. This is the message that they need to hear, and you help us get that message out. Now, as Paul said, he said, I desire that you sow, not for my being. He said, because I learned to be self-sufficient. He said, I desire so that you may bear fruit. You want fruit in your life? Sow into a good ministry, and this is a good ministry. We're taking this gospel to the nations. Now, also, if you would like to become a, uh, a faith partner and just partner with us in prayer, that would be awesome. Your prayers enable us and help us to take this further and further. And if you would like to come in contact with the ministry, write us a letter, contact us on social media. The announcer is coming up in just a moment. He's going to tell you how you can come in contact with this ministry. We'd love to hear from you and let us know how this has changed your life. That's why I'm here. If I'm not changing your life, then I'm I'm wasting my time. But the gospel changes people's lives. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. You keep sowing and reaping in Jesus' name. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Taswell, Virginia, 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at acceleratefaith.org as well.